0: Welcome into the unnamed MMA podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah, along with Jordan Sherwood. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Adam A Abdallah. He's at Wood on ESPN 1000. It's another episode. We're here to preview another big one, a pay-per-view event this week, UFC 281. It should be a great, great pay-per-view. A very good main event. Israel Adesanya against Alex Pereira should be a great fight for UFC 281. They are in Madison Square Garden. How are you not doing, like,
1: big guy movie voice right now? We've been teasing this for months. I know. That we finally got,
0: you know, Star Wars episode I know. 15 I know. is, is I here. Know. Well, UFC 280 was was good. I like that. That was a good one. I don't even remember who fought in that car. Our guy, <laughs> I know, I know. Bilal, Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Islam Makachev. Yeah, I mean, that was
1: a great fight card. That was a great fight. That card. was a great fight. This, that is, was a great this fight. is a very nice one as well. Um, but I just thought like, you were teasing it for months that we had like the the snippets, the movie trivia, yeah, you know, the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's finally the movie. here. It's finally
0: hope, here. I hope you've gone to the bathroom. I hope you've uh, done all that business, gotten all your snacks in order, and everything. You've got good seats. Either you reserve them, or you've got the ones where like you get the comfy chairs, where you can put like your feet up during the whole movie. Because this is a, a, an absolutely loaded card. But first. We have to talk a little bit about last week because we are first and foremost a a, a UFC MMA podcast. We're also a gambling podcast. And there was some issues last week with the UFC fight night in one of the fights. And now there is an investigation into the odds change of one of the fights, correct? Yeah. So
1: what happened in the Mende and Derek Minner fight that took place on the main card featherweight fight? Significant line change, uh, in favor of Nerdamende, uh, about two hours before the fight was set to take place. So, you know, obviously we do see that happen at times within mixed martial arts. The public money comes in, you know, any sport, really. I mean, public money comes in, sharp money. But this was significant for several reasons. One is, 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 you know, this traditionally doesn't happen to this effect in mixed martial arts like hours before a fight is set to take place. Then you play the result. It was a first-round finish for Nuba Mende, who's a guy that does not finish guys at all, and Derek Minner suffered an injury. He threw a kick, landed awkwardly, and then immediately went down. Mm-hmm. He was significantly injured. Then you add a little bit more layers to this story. He is cornered by James Krause. James Krause is a former fighter. He's now a renowned coach. Uh, Oh, by the way, he actually hosts a MMA handicapping and betting podcast. He is a notorious (laughs) mixed martial arts better. So you kind of put two and two together. The result that happened, the fact that Minner was hurt, Plus the fact, two weeks ago, you just mentioned the, the the big time movie. You know, the fact that we had a kind of a similar situation with T.J. Dillashaw on the opposite end. He didn't release the fact that he was injured heading into the fight, and then obviously it played out. Aljamain Sterling had a pretty big win. It didn't change the betting line for that particular fight. It did for this. The sports books got hammered and lost a ton on this fight. We lost. We were on the Derek Minner side, and I should have. Pro- what I apologize to, you know, everybody that follows Fat Jack Sports and, and takes our picks because I should have recognized that and 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 sent something out, sent something out to say, hey, if you can pull this back, there's something fishy going on with this fight. I didn't put two and two together, but yeah, there's controversy. Dana White's dismissing it, but it's just, it's just so weird and circumstantial how all of those things kind of played out to the end the result, which was a guy that never gets finishes, got an early first round finish because of an injury.
0: Yeah, because you gave out Minner at plus 172, and I went to go bet it, and I was like, whoa, it's like plus 300 now. That's crazy. Well, something's fishy. Now, to be fair, you did give, give out the under. So that did cash. It did cash. <laughs> it did cash. So that was, so, was so, that was, that. so that was in our favor. But yeah, just another uh, I mean, and if you look at it, you know, the favorite uh, went from minus 220 to minus 420 in a matter of like 30 seconds. And the controversy was normally when you get odds that are that high gamblers shy away from it. Right, like no one's laying. But no, Two twenty to kept, win a hundred dollars. It you know? just kept funneling. It just kept snowballing in. in, yeah. in favor of it. Um, so and, and it went all, Even went all, all the way up at four twenty minus four twenty. People kept on playing it. And to no end, and then obviously he does get the knockout, and then it, it ends and you know, the undercaches, which is good for us. But uh, being on the dog was not good. But again, like, it's just now there's an investigation. They're saying that they can't comment on the investigation, all this kind of stuff. So just something to keep your eyes I mean, on. I mean, this, this did happen
1: one time before. I don't remember the specific fight, but it happened several years ago within the UFC uh, about a fighter taking a dive. Uh, yeah. And so, look, Uh, I I hope that James Krause addresses it. I I don't listen to his podcast. I I maybe take snippets every once in a while of of how he's handicapping a fight. But I think he has to address it because he's he's there. He's cornering the guy. He's in the locker room. He's got relationships with everybody within the UFC. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's a guy that commentates and bets – openly and plus the fact too that the ufc has started to address the inability they they had put out a a rule about a month ago that that fighters can now not legally not bet on ufc
0: yeah, and uh, listen, just honesty from us. We're not gonna we're not gonna trick you into betting bad things here at the uh, unnamed MMA podcast. But if we do give out something, and you go to bet it that day, and you see a significant odds increase or decrease, maybe hold off. Like question uh, that off, a little or, bit.
1: Look, send, send me a message. Would yeah. on ESPN one thousand. Exactly. I, I, I'll look into it the best that I can. <laughs> you know, yeah. did it again apologize that I didn't realize something no, it's, was happening. Listen, I
0: mean, we just had to address it. like if you, you got a major, I know you were upset about it. I saw it on Twitter. People were upset about it in, in the UFC world and in the gambling world. So, I mean, if it was front page VSPN.com on Saturday yeah. uh, until Alabama lost and Tennessee lost. Uh, but it, up until then, up. I didn't bring that up, up. You until that then, up. up until then, this was front page news on ESPN.com. All right. So that now that that's behind us, let's move on to bigger and better things. UFC 281, a huge pay-per-view, a Massive card. Let's start with the main card. Our first fight on the main card. Dan Hooker against Claudio Poyas. Poyas is plus 135, but he is on a 5. Fight winning streak. uh, And he's got three of those victories by knee bar, which is weird just to go the same way. Three of them by knee bar. Uh, Dan Hooker's minus 175. This should be a great way to open uh, the main card, as these two guys are absolute, like, just fireworks of fighters.
1: Yeah, Plias is an interesting, you know, fighter because, as you alluded to, kind of the specialist, if you will. At least he's getting that notoriety being a specialist. Three knee bar submissions within his UFC career. The the last one, most impressively, I was actually surprised that Clay Guida, uh, you know, a, a veteran, Uh, You know, UFC records, great grappler was able to uh, succumb to that knee bar, but he was forced to tap. Um, This is another fight that's going to feature a city kickboxing uh, fighter, Dan Hooker. So he trains with Israel Adesanya and several others that are going to be featured on this card. I don't I don't see right now how you can look me in the eye and say that Dan Hooker is someone to chew on to back. He is one in four in his last five fights. He's been finished, I believe, in three of those four fights, and he's the favorite. And I get it that he's been in bigger time fights, and, and the guys that he is losing to are the upper echelon oh, yeah. of the lightweight or featherweight division, you know, the Makachev's of the world, Part the Michael Chandler's one, of the world, exactly. Yeah, Poirier. Poirier, exactly, but... I think that the amount of wear and tear and wars that this guy has been a part of, plus the fact now that he's taking on a, a younger, more versatile fighter and play a, a guy that's that's learning and also features something that Dan Hooker will struggle with. Dan Hooker does struggle with guys that look to take him to the ground. So for me, my suggestion is to put a look at both, Poeias to win straight up. Woof. For him to win via submission Ooh. and also the under. So three different suggestions that you have Be- until Dan Hooker proves to me that he is right of the ship and is back on track to being a top contender. I just worry about those wars, the wear and tear, and now he's getting finished and getting blitzed. It's not Ar- Arnold Allen, impressive finish over him uh, mm-hmm. you know, most recently. So I can't trust Dan Hooker, and I'm going to lovingly not trust him, especially when he's the favorite and places is the dog.
0: Yeah, and so, like, I mean, you did my uh, my method of victory hunting for me there because, so you're taking the dog as at, at, at Poyas is plus uh, 135. Poyas by submission is plus 250, and then that's under is uh, minus 150, so you're getting... I mean, not the best value, but it's not horrible value to go under at minus 150. And then, you know, we mentioned two of those guys, Dan Hooker, we'll talk about them in a little bit, that he's lost to. Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler are fighting each other uh, later on in this card. So just go with the with the submission, go with him straight up, and the under two and a half right there. Yeah, and I also mentioned each, the city kickboxing. Uh, yeah. You know, ties, I, I love the camp. Uh, that Sanford
1: MMA, that uh, Poise comes in, that's Henry Hoof. that's all those guys from South Florida, so he's training with animals. We talked about, I think, last week on the podcast, you know, iron does sharpen iron. Certainly there's some examples of guys that are at large teams that don't get the attention that they rightfully deserve. And, and, and you know, it's, it's devil's advocate because I could argue the same thing about Dan Hooker with Asanya with Brad Riddell, who's on the card or earlier on uh, in a, in a big-time fight with Renato Micano. But to me, poise is on the rise. He's a big-time prospect. He's got a specialty that Dan Hooker struggles with, and he's plus money.
0: All right, we'll do that. We'll, we'll take the dog. We'll take the sub at plus 250. And we'll sprinkle a little bit on the under two at minus 150 there. Uh, you love a good retirement fight, don't you? You love a good last time. Everybody's emotional. That's what you've got with Frankie Edgar here looking to end his career with his final fight against Chris Gutierrez. Gutierrez a minus 230 heavy favorite against Frankie Edgar. Gutierrez has uh, three straight wins. He's been unbeaten his last seven. And this is Frankie Edgar the a guy who's going to the UFC Hall of Fame. This is his final bow. The emotions are going to be rocky, high. man. This dude's rocky. Yeah. I mean, the it's emotions awesome. are going to be very high in this fight for him. He's 41. Uh, he's coming off of consecutive knockout losses. So uh, not a lot to back here with Frankie Edgar, but it should be, at least for his fans, an entertainment, uh, entertaining event because it is his last fight.
1: Exactly. And he's going to have an opportunity to win this fight because of just, again, w- w- his background. The, the combination boxing-wrestling was one of the best that we've ever seen. We've seen... That me- method of, of style work against Chris Gutierrez. Cody Durden was a guy that, that showcases similar skills to Frankie Edgar and was able to take the fight to the ground and take advantage of, of Chris Gutierrez. The issue that I have in this fight, if I'm backing Frankie Edgar, is now he's 41 years of age. So mm-hmm. obviously clearly, uh, he's not as uh, you know, athletic. He's not uh, as, uh, uh, doesn't have the speed that he once did when he was reigning over the UFC lightweight champion. Also, the fact that Chris Gutierrez utilizes a particular weapon in calf kicks that, A, has plagued Frankie Edgar before and B will greatly affect the lateral movement that Frankie Edgar needs to have in order to win this fight. Not worried about a cardio factor for Frankie Edgar despite being 41. That dude will run marathons until he's like 75 years of age. But my issue is that that the power that Chris Gutierrez is going to show, that the that striking of the calf kicks, keep Gutierrez. Um, Is going to be able to hurt that lateral, that burst of movement that the Frankie Edger is going to need. Um, So I think Chris Gutierrez is going to win the fight. I I think you got to put him probably into some sort of parlay because it's really too much to just like him uh, on the money line. And, you know, maybe it's safeguarding myself. That Frankie Edgar has one last swan song in him. He was winning moments of that Marlon Vera fight until he got front kicked in the face <laughs> and knocked out. It'll um, <laughs> <That'll> happen. <laughs> exactly, it, it will happen. And Frankie Edgar's you know been there, done that, and it's a three round fight. Um, but I just think that yeah, the, the last two knockouts, the Vera knockout, the Corey Sanhagen knockout, he's just not the same fighter. And Chris Gutierrez, even though he's not near the level of competition that Edgar's been in there with and, and and has been finishing Edgar, I think Chris Gutierrez has enough
0: tools in the shed to get it done. So we'll stuff that into our parlay, but also if you look at method of victory, Gutierrez to win by knockout is uh, plus 200, to win by submission is 10 to 1, and to win by decision is plus 165. Anything you'd like to sprinkle on that? Uh, I don't think so.
1: I, I think because okay. Chris Gutierrez is not really a finisher, uh, I could see him clearly, obviously, catching Frankie Edgar because we've seen now Frankie Edgar. His chin is probably, you know, those wars against Gray Maynard. If you need some old-school fights to go and watch, go watch the fights against Gray Maynard when he was – Frankie Edgar was uh, trying to win the lightweight title, defending the lightweight title. Those those were – and the fact that he miraculously came back and won those fights, mm-hmm. I think both of them, just phenomenal. Phenom- phenomenal wars that he had. But it's just not the same fighter. Uh, but there's nothing, there's nothing cute that I want to get with this. I, I think it goes to the decision, so if you need to play a total – you play the over. Chris Gutierrez, you know, pot shots him, lands those calf kicks. Frank Eager tries to get some takedowns, maybe lands one or two. But in the end, it's Chris Gutierrez getting his hand raised. And I also, again, another example of bringing this up a lot because uh, I'm focusing in and out after this fight, uh, this fight card. A Factory X, another great
0: camp that Chris Gutierrez is a part of. All right. And then I love it when two dudes just hate each other. That's my favorite kind of fight, when two guys absolutely just despise each other. That's uh, Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. These guys absolutely hate each other. They've gone. They've had to be separated at events. They've gone back at each other on social media and in press conference and one, things like that. But these dudes absolutely hate each other. Uh, They're going to fight each other this weekend at UFC 281. Poirier, the heavy favorite, at minus 215. Michael Chandler at plus 165. is competing for the first time since... Failing to uh, in his bid to to uh, beat the lightweight to get the lightweight title against Charles Oliveira back in December, so he's had a decent time off. That's eleven months off uh, for Poirier right there, and so you know and Chandler. Last time we saw him, he beat Tony Ferguson in May. So and then but then he uh, or sorry yes, while returning to uh, the scene of his most recent defeat, he's coming back to Madison Square Garden where he lost last time. So you've got. Two guys that absolutely hate each other. Emotions are going to be running high. This should be a great fight because you ha- add in that fact. Like, normally you get the fight two dudes just kind of like, you know... They, they, they respect each other, and it's like it's maybe they take some jabs at each other in, in uh, press conferences and whatnot, but it's all for show because they just want to build up the fight, but they actually just really respect each other. These dudes hate each other.
1: Yeah, there, there was some animosity that was built up, an altercation that took place in the UFC uh, at an event that neither one of them were competing at. They were both in the stands. Uh, I mean, these two guys are at the top of the lightweight division, and obviously now clearly uh, it's an important fight because we've got a new champion. Uh, you know, Charles Oliveira had previous wins over both Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler, but now with Islam Makachev uh, being at the top of the heap of the lightweight division. And obviously, you know, he has a future with Alexander Volkanovsky. But after that, there's going to be potential for the winner of this fight to get right back in line and fight for a championship uh, belt. I love the fact you alluded to it. Dustin Poirier has been off for a little bit. So he's had some time to heal those wars that he had with Charles Oliveira and the, and the fact he's been in there with, you know, anybody who's everybody the Conor McGregors, the Justin Gageys of the world. Uh, and he's been quite successful. I worry about Michael Chandler. I worry about Michael Chandler and really just like, Kind of like where he is, uh, you know, amongst the best 155-pound fighters in the UFC. He has victories over Tony Ferguson and Dan Hooker. We talked about Dan Hooker earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Really not the same type of fighter that he once was. Tony Ferguson, clearly not the same type of fighter that he once was. And, oh, by the way, go back and watch that fight. Tony Ferguson won the first round uh, before another front kick uh, had, uh, you know, knockout out uh, uh, that'll, that'll happen. That'll, it'll happen. So, um Uh, You know, Chandler's got a round, round and a half to to get Dustin Poirier out of there, and maybe perhaps the tires finally do off, come off for Dustin Poirier. Chandler lands an overhand right. Uh, He lands a double leg and is able to control Dustin. But just Dustin, just how well versed he is off of his back, the combination Muay Thai, boxing, the big time fights that now he's been, uh, have been a part of his career over the last two to three years, and really mentally, you know, you know. I agree that there's animosity, but there was more animosity built up in the Dustin Poirier Conor McGregor fights, and and so Dustin Poirier has been there. He's been a part of it. He's he's one of the most mentally strong fighters that is out there. So I think just straight up a uh, play on Dustin Poirier. I think at a dollar seventy, $1.70, dollar seventy five. I'm not seeing the current odds right now, but that I think that that's certainly safe. Mm-hmm. I think he's the better fighter. It's like up to minus two fifteen though. Yeah, that's a little high. Maybe then I'm uh, I'm doing the combination, like I said, with him and Gutierrez. Chris Gutierrez yeah. with both fights. Uh, I think we could see a finish. Both guys are finishers, so uh, looking at the under at two and a half is also uh, you know something that I, I probably would, would would look at. You might want to bet it live too, because you know Michael Chandler very strong early in fights. He's either getting knocked out or he's knocking the, his opponent out, and then if it goes into the latter rounds, I think that's clearly going to favor Dustin Poirier and what he's able to do. Uh, you know, with his body type, his skill set, so uh, that. Yeah, I think Dustin Poirier gets his hand
0: raised. All right, so just going with uh, method of victory here, you've got Poirier to win by knockout is plus 120. So that's the way Vegas thinks the fight is going to end. To win by decision is plus 330. So to go to the judge's scorecard is plus 330. And to win by submission is 6.5 to 1, so plus 650. But you're saying just put it in a parlay stuffer just in case this does go the distance here for three rounds. Yeah, I think that that's certainly a safe way because Michael Chandler is a talented dude. Uh, and he's also
1: been tough. Like, obviously, he went three rounds with Justin Gagey. Justin Gagey basically finishes everybody, but it didn't happen. Uh, so, you know, Michael Chandler for sure has that in him. But, you know, again, we've seen him. He, he, get, he gets a finish or he gets finished. And he, and he said it in the, in the pre, in the lead up to this fight. He either, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. And, you know, looking at his 30, 30 some odd fights that he's had, 22 of them have uh, not gone to the judges' scorecard. So, certainly a guy that looks for the finish or gets finished.
0: All right, our first of two title fights you've got Carla Esparza, who won the uh, straw weight title away from Rose Namayunis uh, in a split decision uh, a few months ago when we saw her, a few uh, more than a few months ago when we saw her, and she puts her title up against Zhang Wei Li, who is minus 390 to win the title uh, on Saturday night. Carla Esparza plus. Two eighty. How do you see this one? Just, because obviously, I, a, a champion at plus two eighty is wild.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's nuts. I mean, it, it, I think it's it's a combination of of the last fight. The Rose and Unis fight was awful. We were fortunate to be on the right side of that. We had Mm -hmm. Carla Esparza, just the combination of her wrestling and and her ever improving boxing, and just her top control. The odds are the way that they are because, you know, Whaley looked great in her last fight against Joanna Jacek, plus the fact that she's got outstanding takedown defense. And that's. Really the method of victory that Carla Esparza is going to have to utilize to get a win outside of that. When she's been in there, that being Carla Esparza, been in there with bigger, stronger, more athletic fighters like Tatiana Suarez, Claudia Gadelia, G- um, you know, Joanna Jacek uh, to, to, to some extent from a striking standpoint. Uh, she's struggled and she's lost. I, I can't recommend Laley at, at that price. I can't. I mean, I, I you know, Waley probably the superior fighter. She, we know she could go five rounds and have a kickboxing match and, and likely will have the advantage. Um, but I could just see Carla Esparza, again, slowing things down and, and pot-shotting her way and, and getting a takedown or two to control three rounds out of two. So um, I, I, I'll probably do a small sprinkle on Carla Esparza because she's been good to mm. me. She, she, you know, I, I had her over uh, Marina Rodriguez a couple of fights ago. She cashed as a, as a, uh, as an underdog there. I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, a couple other times she has, she's got great wrestling and she, you know, look the, in the lead up to how much do you believe it or not? Like she says like, Hey, I'm going to showcase this, something new lead up to this fight. I don't know what that could be. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want her striking with, with lately, <laughs> with, with but I just don't, I, I can't recommend even in a parlay even saying whaley get that price down couple her with gutierrez and power poirier for a three-peat i, I just i'm gonna want to be rooting for carl esparza to in this fight so i'm gonna probably sprinkle a, a small
0: a half a unit okay. on her to win the fight all right so a little a little esparza sprinkle uh if we're looking at method of victory for zhang Lee. By knockout is plus 120, so that's the way Vegas thinks it's going to go. To win by decision to go the distance is plus 200. And then by submission is plus 900. And for Esparza to win by knockout, 1,400. By submission, 1,400. And uh, by decision, plus 400. Uh, The over and under in this fight are even at minus 110 apiece at 4.5. So choose your method of of early finish or early stoppage or under 4.5 wisely there. But okay, so she's been good to us we'll be good to her we'll sprinkle a little bit on carla Barza. that yeah, works for me that yeah that's exactly what i'm going to recommend i'm sure Waley's happy
1: she's not seeing joanna or, or rose opposite her because those have been her last four fights It's something new that 14 to 1 submission for carla yeah maybe maybe uh, yeah, she throws up an arm bar there grabs it but straight money line straight play for her And that's what we'll do.
0: All right, our main event here, our title fight at middleweight. This is a fight that has been a year in the making. So a year ago, at Madison Square Garden, Alex Pereira made his UFC debut. Now, he is the only person to knock out Israel Desanya. That's when they were kickboxers though. Not in the UFC, not in any form of MMA, not in Bellator, not in anything like that. This is when they were strictly kickboxers. He once knocked him out and won once by decision. So he's beaten Israel Desanya twice. So since his debut last November at Madison Square Garden. People have been waiting for this fight. Israel Adesanya is minus 190 as the favorite. Alex Pereira at plus 145. This is a title fight. This is your main event, and this is a fight that people have been waiting for. Can someone finally beat Israel Adesanya? Someone who has beaten him twice before, albeit in a different form of mixed martial arts. Yeah, can someone beat him finally in in MMA, and finally beat him at 185?
1: Yes. Because obviously, Jan Blachowicz when Israel get, Adesanya twenty three and one. I yeah, get. It. Yeah, tried I to get. become a double I, champ. Yes. You know, he lost. Um, a lot of interesting things, and I'll say this right off the bat: I, I've gone back and forth on who I think is going to win this fight. I, 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 I mean. I've been wrong twice now uh, uh, picking a- against Alex Pereira. I picked Bruno Silva thinking he could you know stand and then get some takedowns, mm-hmm. and then I-, I had Sean Strickland. I was all about Sean Strickland just dirtying up the fight and, and the constant pressure, getting some takedowns, and, well, <laughs> Alex Pereira landed the nuke that he have possesses for a left hand, and Sean Strickland's lights w- w- went out. Um, Israel Adesanya also is just he's just another level like he's a special talent and the combination of, of just his 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 striking acumen and his understanding of, of distance and counter striking and his great takedown defense is the reason why he's one of the best pound for pound fighters that we have and and is is the reigning and defending middleweight champion of the, of the world so um I right now want I want to You want bet. to flip a coin? You want me to just get a coin? You want me to no, find a quarter for like, you? Because at the per, <laughs> at the current price that we're at, it's Alex Pereira. Alex plus Pereira. Plus one forty five? Yes. Because minus two ten, even though that's like a, a great price to grab Israel out of And thinking about the big time fights that he's been in, I just think that like it's gonna be force you're, you're forcing him to wrestle. You're mm-hmm. asking something out of Israel Asanya to that he never does. Is he gonna win a straight up Kickboxing match with Alex Perez. Well, he hasn't. He, he lost, hasn't. Two, lost. He lost twice. two of those. Yeah. So you kind of throw those out. So then you think, okay, well, does does Alex Perez struggle if this fight goes into the third round, goes into the fourth and the championship rounds? It's obviously we know Israel Asanya, no problem whatsoever. Even if it's a boring fight like the Jared Cannonier, he can do it. Or is it like a war like he had with Robert Whitaker, Calvin Gastelum? Like no problem, uh, he can do it. Then I, Alex Pereira cuts a ton of weight to make down the 185
0: is is one of these times. Well, see, now you're get, convincing me for Israel Adesanya now.
1: I'm, I told you, I keep going back and forth. And
0: how, like, you've got one guy how, on each shoulder how, here. How about this?
1: Uh, even more to it. How about this? So Jan Blahovich was the one guy that was able to, again, it was up at 205, but he yeah. was able to, combination of wrestling and takedowns, well, guess who just, who ran through Jan Blahovich? Glover Teixeira, who's the head coach
0: of... Alex Pereira, Glover Teixeira. See, this to me, and I'll, I'll compare it to a different sport, right? This to me is like like when, you, when you've when got a college football game, right? And you've got a full day of college football, great fights or great, great matchups, right? And you're like, I got plays on this, this, and this. But the game of the day is Tennessee, Georgia, and I don't know what to do. You don't have to bet it, Jordan. Like, you don't have to do it. But here, again, it's the main event. You want to put a play down. I understand that. But you don't have to bet it. You don't have to bet every single fight. This, to me, the way, as a gambler, as someone who is currently sweating a soccer bet right now in the middle of the day in Scotland, because I am a, a gambler in that way, and I try to find angles in every sport whatsoever, this screams stay away. Because you can't, because you, you're struggling so much to make a pick right now. Yeah, But that's... then, what, what do you think? What do I think? Um... I, I think my, my recommendation
1: is that we're we're gonna see a finish okay. in this so fight. Under? I think the under is 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 plague, you know, coupled with just the ver, you know, the volatility of both guys from a striking standpoint. Couple that with Pereira hasn't been in a big time fight like this to go five rounds. See that's perfect. Israel's right there. Uh, Israel has so under three and a half under four and a half is plus one oh five. Under four and a half is plus money. Um I, I think I wanna I, I think there's going to be some public money coming in on Israel out of Sonia I mean okay. excuse me on Alex Pereira. So get it Which now. is gonna which yeah, no, which is gonna get the price down. If I can get oh, Israel out okay. of like a dollar eighty, dollar seventy five, I gotta jump on that. Okay. I gotta jump All on right. that. All you right. Know, but, but see but,
0: that's see that's the point is now you've taken the college football game and just bet the total. I mean, like I don't care who wins. Yeah. Just give me points. or me just or give me nobody a, just score. Give me a finish. Give me yeah, just give me points or nobody finish. So under four and a half is plus one oh five. I like that. That's good value. That's basically even money. We're not stretching here and doing like a minus three hundred or minus two fifty or minus even the over is minus one thirty five. So I'll take the under at plus one oh five and just hope that someone gets knocked out or there's a finish or maybe someone goes to the ground or whatever it is. Just want to see a good fight and want to see a finish, right? Yeah, exactly. I just want it, everybody it, to have fun. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And obviously you know, huge storylines leading into it, and then it, it if if Alex Pereira wins, and he's this guy that just showed up in the UFC, and a year later is the middleweight champion of the world. I mean, yeah. it opens up a ton of things, possibilities of 185 pounds. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that that that's always uh, intriguing. I mean, but I'll say this: I I could foresee. I mentioned the city kickboxing with Riddell with with Hooker Adesanya and Carlos Uborg, uh, who who opens up the card, I believe, is one of the first fights. I could see going 0-4. I, I really could see City Kickboxing having wow. having a goose egg uh, okay. you know, come, come Saturday night. All right. So now I know you want to ask me. So ask me about your girl.
0: No, 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 no. I was going to say that is our main, that is our main card. <laughs> now let's get to that the main event. That is our main card, Jordan. And do you have anything in the prelims, specifically on Aaron Blanchfield and Molly McCann? Well, I,
1: I mean, here's the thing. We've been talking about it for weeks. I didn't
0: realize how big of a handicap Mine advantage. Is 390. Yeah, Blanchfield. Like, uh, well, she's from New York. She's American. She's going to have the entire crowd behind her unless you're associated with Barstool, essentially, because everybody's going to be there for Molly McCann. Uh, but, I mean, how can you not ride, at least sprinkle a little bit and ride the wave that just keeps on coming? Uh, with, with, Molly, Molly with Molly McCann? Yeah.
1: Because she's, like, in there with a legitimate fighter now. All right, that's fine. She's, she's you know, no disrespect to the last two ladies that competed against Molly McCann in, uh, overseas on Aaron Blanchfield's like legit. Okay, like, like legit. That's fine.
0: Parlay stuffer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So minus
0: three ninety. That's fine. Um, Listen, I'm not tied to Molly McCann. I just think she's fun. Like it's a fun personality. Like I enjoy the big personalities. Like it's 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 different than what's his name, uh, Sugar Shane, right? Sugar Sean. It, Sugar Sean. Like he seems like an ass. Whereas Molly's someone like I want to hang out with and go get a beer with. Like I, I think
1: I think it it says a lot that she. She's not on the main card. Oh, absolutely. As opposed to, you know, this fight being on the prelims.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Because you probably could have put it on the main card. Again. Yeah, Dan well, Hooker
1: doesn't need to be on the main no, card. No,
0: it gets that lad that first fight. Of course yeah, it doesn't. Exa- all right. Exa- so exactly. we'll put Aaron Blanchfield in our parlay stuff or anything else from the prelims. So uh, I am
1: 100% all in on uh, Silvana Gomez-Juarez versus Carolina Uh Carolina Kovacevic has not been the same fighter for quite some time. I think she's retired like twice. It's about a pick them right now. Yeah. Small small underdog uh, for Gomez Juarez, uh, so pl- play her.
0: Okay, so Gomez Juarez in the prelims. Aaron Blanchfield in the prelims as well. So our parlay is Aaron Blanchfield, Chris Gutierrez, and Dustin Poirier. Those three fights uh, pay plus one seventy. So that's okay. a good that's a good payout for three fights right there. We're also going with uh, Claudio Pueyas at plus one thirty five uh, by submission, also plus two fifty, and the under in that fight as well. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna do a little as far as a sprinkle. Uh, at at, at plus 280 right there. And then also in the main event, you like Alex Pereira right now at plus 145 because you think money's going to come in on him. And then the under four and a half at plus 105. Sounds right to me. All right. That's Jordan Sherwood. Make sure you get all of his picks. There'll be more picks as, as usual. At FatJackSports.com you can sign up right there. I mean, we're we're in the we're full into it now. NFL, college football. He's been hot in the NFL, hot in college football. The NBA's picking up college basketball now that there's no more baseball and hockey as well. So make sure you get all those picks. Sometimes you're carrying the man. Uh, so don't tell him I said that, but sometimes you're carrying the man. Uh, so, and sometimes he's carrying and me. Sometimes I mean, he the, last, carrying, the last yeah, two weeks yeah. have not been kind for me. Absolutely. So make sure you get those picks at FatJackSports. Uh, if you have any questions about any weird odds changes, you can tweet them at Woodon ESPN 1000. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. And make sure you come right here next week for another episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast.